Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Now let's start with the story. Don't you like a story? Uh, they, we can be looking up Genesis um, 8.22 on your Bible while, they, while I tell the story. Now, now, that was, we didn't agree with Pastor Isaac what he should talk about. He also just came and blew it out of the water and I found out he was preaching my sermon. Albeit I'll, I'll the short version. Okay, is that okay with everyone? Now, there was once a man who went and bought some land. He wanted to do agriculture. I know sometimes when I talk about agriculture in certain settings, I have to explain details. Chlorophyll, what? Photosynthesis. Sijui, uh, what? Fibrous roots. Uh, huh? Tap roots. Uh, what are they? All the other things. Veins. Anyway. Name it. Germination. Plumule. Radical. Monocots. Dicotylates. Among other things. <laughs> yeah, revelations. So this man bought a piece of land about 10 acres, he wanted to do agriculture. So he got workers and they went and cleared the land of the vegetation, the bushes that were there. You know, those who have ever done agriculture, you don't find the land and you just plant things, right? So they cleared it. Now, are you seeing in your mind's eye the cleared piece of land? Just brown. They've removed everything. Somebody wants the mommy. Uh, the mommy, somebody wants the mommy. The mommy, somebody wants the mommy. Hey, hey, the mommy. Now there's a limit to the age at which. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So some of you already have your wives who can't be here. I want my, I want my mommy. When you're married, no, no, no. Doesn't work. So, are you still with me? So he bought the piece of land and they cleared it. You know how they clear everything. And you could see far. That was the beginning. Then they came and that was like then they came and even installed sprinklers for irrigation. They're like, we are not going to rely on the, on the rain. The rain can be unreliable sometimes. Yeah. It's only in some parts of the world, like where we live, where people wait for rain to plant crops. In other parts of the world, they plant crops the whole time because they use mechanical, mechanized systems. So anyway, they installed sprinklers 
Uh, then as the weeks went by, they brought back people to remove the little weeds that were what? Coming out. You know weeds, they are dangerous. They grow by themselves. Even in your life, you can be there and you just see weeds growing by themselves. Certain conducts and behaviors. Then after some time, they even brought uh, these guys who, who pest control, pesticides. They brought the pesticide guys. They walloped all the insects that we are trying to touch to get into that garden. Now we are, it's like two months gone. Eh? Then at some point they even brought fertilizers. Actually you want the things to become fertile. Or like some people mix languages, jamoketed. Or jamoketed. So they brought fertilizers. Spent a lot of money buying the land, clearing it. Weeding, fertilizers, pesticides, what? Irrigation. Then after three months, they saw nothing. Yeah. They're like, where is our harvest? Where is the harvest? They're like, God is not fair. Okay. The government is not fair. Okay. The, the local government is not fair. The neighbors are not fair. We've spent a lot. We have got nothing. Pastor Pref- Oh, then they came for YXP. And they asked for special prayer. Because they're like, what is happening to our garden? This is a new level of yards. Satanic intervention in our desire to move forward. What do you think the problem was? Eh? Are there people? Eh? Um, uh huh. What was the problem? They didn't plant any seed. Yeah. They didn't plant any seeds. What a shock. Now, I'm just describing some people's lives, but they're not here to move on. They didn't come. But I'm just describing some people's lives. They are watching for results and they are doing everything else that they think can give them a result, but they haven't done the primary thing. Which is what? Planting the seeds. Before you water, before you bring fertilizers and pesticides and irrigation and I don't know what weeding, there must be seeds. Paul, read for us that verse. Genesis 8.22. Genesis 8.22 from the New King James. Uh While the earth remains, Mm -hmm. seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall Shall not cease. cease. While the earth remains. Which planet were you walking on on your way here this morning? 
Neptune, while the earth remains, there is a principle that will never cease. It is the principle of seed time and others say seed, time, and harvest. Two weeks ago, we were looking at the fact that your life will go the direction of, your, of what you're taught. You become an engineer because you go to school and they teach you engineering. You become a doctor because you go to school and they teach you medicine. You become a chef because you go to school and they teach you catering. Chefery. By the way, there's a more complicated name for it, like which sounds? Oh, culinary, culinary arts. Culinary, I tell you. Aha. Uh-huh. I a shepherd. Who, who said that? So you become. Why do I feel like Mike, Mike is too hot? You become what you are taught. If you are taught how to make money you, and how to hold it and invest it and grow it, you become wealthy. Now for me, I wasn't taught that. For 10 years, I was taught to design buildings. I became an architect. And for 10 years, I was a broke architect. Because whereas I was taught to design buildings, I wasn't taught how to manage money. So you always got the direction of what you are taught. So I could design buildings. If you ask for where the money is, that's another thing. It's a mystery. So you take the direction of what you are taught. Now, this principle is the same because in Mark 4, verse 14, Mark 4, 14, read for us, Paul. It's up on the screen. You just... The sower sows the word. The sower sows the word. What is the seed that the sower sows into people's lives? The word. Teaching. And then they say that different people get different results. Some people, as soon as they get out, the devil comes and steals. What the, why does he steal? Because he knows if it stays there. In fact, some people, he doesn't wait for them to get out. While they are still in the room, someone is WhatsApping them. What a shock. So they miss. That's how, you know, this verse which says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Do you know the most, the easiest stage at which your life is stolen away from you is at seed stage. It's at word stage. Now, you may know that there are some crops like jackfruit, which are not too hard to grow. 
That's why most jackfruit that is eaten in this city doesn't come from trees that we have planted intentionally. They grew by themselves. Now, if you had a bag with 1,000 seeds of jackfruit, how much easier is it to steal that bag from you than to wait for 1,000 jackfruit trees to grow and then I have the task of cutting down a forest of 1,000 jackfruit trees. But do you realize that the, the aim is the same? The aim is the same. The aim is to make sure you don't end up with jackfruit. So if I'm stupid, I wait for you to plant and the trees grow and when I start seeing jackfruit fruits, I come and start what? Cutting. But a thousand trees, that's going to be a long task. Now, if I'm wise, I don't wait for you to plant the trees. I steal the bag and in that bag, I have your forest of trees. That's why for many of you, the enemy works extra hard to steal the word from you than to steal the result of that word. Am I making sense? So the sower sows the word. So this fellow was there waiting for a harvest and it never came because there was no seed. There was no word. Your direction will go, rather your life will go the direction of what you are told. The quality of the seed you put in will determine the quality of the outcome. The quantity of the seed you put in will determine the quantity of the outcome. If you plant 1,000 seeds, all factors remaining constant, they use that a lot in economics. In other words, you're assuming everything will grow. How many trees are you going to have? 1,000 trees. If you, you are into quality, you are like, this quantity things. no, 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 me, I'm a classy person. You plant this Kawan seed and you, whatever it is, you put all that. You even hire scientists to come and make sure. Look, it will probably do very well, but it will be one tree and you'll have fruits from only one tree. So when it comes to what comes into your life, there is a place for both the quality and the quantity. That's why they sang that old song. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Mm. What else do you do daily? Read your... Hey. If you want to grow. Now, there is a place for quantity because the sower sows the world. So I want you this afternoon, is it? 
to be fully convinced about this. Many years ago, we got married. Like some of you are going to get married this year. Come on now. We are going to eat weddings here. Yeah? Now, we got married, but we did not have enough seeds sown about how to be married well. You can be married or you can be married well. You can be married badly or you can be married well. So we started to struggle. We struggled for three years. Married badly. Okay? In other words, bad marriage. Now, meanwhile, there's actually no bad marriage or good marriage. It's just two people who don't know what they are doing. <laughs> it barely has anything to do with the person. It's just the, the, the knowledge. And then, three years into it, we got lucky. Someone introduced us to a teaching, a course, a whole course we study every week about the grace of God, the love of God, salvation by faith, what, what. Basically, finding out how much God loved us. And then everything changed. Like, literally, everything changed. Yeah, we could not recognize our former marriage. Yeah, up to now. Sometimes there are a few skirmishes. A few. Sometimes. I'm not scaring you. I'm just trying to tell you what, to, what you should do. I'm teaching. Don't change your subject. Why have you put on a mask today? Oh, yeah, there are skirmishes. Now, but on the whole, it's great. Why? Seeds were planted that gave us a different direction. Without those seeds being planted, without the Andromach Discipleship Evangelism because we would still be struggling if we were still married. Because there's also that. So it is the seeds. It's the seeds. When we discovered we were broke, the first thing we did was go buy all the books that talk about finances and started learning. And we started turning the ship around. It starts with your mind. It starts with what you're taught. The Bible says in Romans 12, 2, it says that do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How does the renewing of your mind happen? Seeds. Seeds. No, it's not surgery. Yeah, the renewing of, you know, it's not lobotomy. 
It is seeds, seeds. Things are spoken to you several times. Because many times, the first ones just bounce off. Because you are not yet even in learning mode. Sometimes you, you hear the thing for 12 times. It's like, hey! Oh! Oh! That's what they meant! Your life will go the direction of the seeds planted. Did you know that feeling loved huh, is not a result of whether people actually love you? Yeah. You can be a person that people love and you don't feel loved. In fact, that's why people can be in a crowd and feel lonely when they are people. Yeah, feeling loved is a result of the words that are spoken to you and you believe them. And when you don't believe them, it doesn't matter what people do. You'll always feel like, I'm not loved. Feeling loved is the stuff you believe when people tell you. Am I making sense? Oh, yeah. That's why you need to be in environments like this where you are affirmed. Because sometimes you come from, where you come from, it's battleground. Yeah, the words that are spoken are sharp and they cut. The Bible says that a word fitly spoken. Huh? If you search fitly spoken, that scripture will come. But I don't look like, I don't know where it is. Ah. Uh-huh. Proverbs 25, 11. Together, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. This. Is there another version that can help us? Kubanga, this one. Even me, I feel like it is really good, but I'm trying to figure out apples of gold in settings of silver. This. Try the Passion Translation. Let's see. I have phone. When some words spoken at just the right time are as appealing as apples gilded in gold and surrounded with silver. When some words spoken just at the right time. Maybe you, you came from home or wherever you are operating from and there are no when some words spoken. It's always harsh words. You are not like this. You are like that. What? Until you reach a point and you just. Yeah. They start speaking to you. You close your ears. Somehow you have a closing system. You are trying to protect your heart. Oh. But when someone's spoken at the right time. Ah. Yeah. You guys, there is so much in you. Don't let the enemy steal it. So subject your life and your heart to the word of God because God's words bring life. Even the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. How did he do it? He spoke. He spoke. People who don't believe the creation story have one small problem. Where did the stuff come from? Yeah, it's one small big problem. 
yeah, it's staring at us. I was listening to someone yesterday who had done research and they say there are 200 billion trillion stars. 200 billion trillion. That is two with 23 zeros. Which is 200 septillion. Because billion, quadrillion, quintillion, sextillion, septillion. Stars. And the variety, there are stars that are just 18 kilometers in diameter. And there are stars that are 1,500 times the size of the sun, which is like a thousand times the size of the earth. That's the variety that God has out there. And then you say, there is no God. So where did it come from? (sighs) Words spoken. And words received. So now we get to be careful about two things as I conclude. The speaking and the hearing. What are you hearing? Because what you're hearing is shaping you. And then what are you speaking? Because what you're speaking is shaping those around you. What are you hearing? What are you speaking? Critically important things. Right? Now, I want us to do something unique, just like UXP can be. I want us to discuss what I've just taught. I'm going to give you some time to go deeper. And we'll be asking ourselves some questions. I have some group leaders here. And the group leaders have sent the questions to the... Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is... 0393-281-555.